Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So never, ever in the history of stories covered on the Dan Bongino Show will a story more aptly sum up the symbiotic, destructive, venom-like comic book deep state that we have than the Twitter files dropped from yesterday. Ah, Twitter files, another one. No, no, this one was a doozy. Not because the information was particularly mind-blowing at the granular level, like tweet for tweet in the Twitter drop, but because, as I just said, it sums up so incredibly well how the media, former FBI, former CIA, deep state hacks, and goon communist Democrats work together to basically screw you over and destroy the republic. I mean, it, the story is elegant in its simplicity. I got that. The, just in, <laughs> the Biden scandal just keeps imploding. Joe, there's a Corvette standard now. Oh. I was unaware of this for classified documents, which is good because I was in the Secret Service. So I'm going to go and try to get a hold of some of my old stuff. I've been looking for stuff. Uh, in, in, uh, missions I was involved in to write a book, Joe. I'm going to take it out of the skiff and I'm just going to use the Bidens. I had a Corvette once. I'm going to say, hey, the Corvette standard, baby. It's all mine. Hey, you're entitled. I'm ent- <laughs> Today's show brought to you by our friends at LifeLock. Ladies and gentlemen, I have LifeLock. I had it for a long time. Why I had my identity stolen, it was horrible. It took me about six months to clean up. As we begin the new year here, experts are highlighting new identity theft threats to watch out for. Some of these tactics, including a shift to platonic relationship scams instead of romance-based scams. Others include scams targeting specific ethnic groups and those with limited English proficiencies. Always a scam, folks. And payment app scams, too, are going to continue to increase as the popularity of these apps increases. It's important to understand our cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal information gets exposed so often, making it dangerously easy for a cybercriminal to steal your identity. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. I'm a customer. I got all my kids locked down. I got my wife, uh, too, and my mother-in-law. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name. And if you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it for you. Listen, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Identity theft protection starts with LifeLock. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year. That's a great savings. Just go to LifeLock.com slash Bongino. That's LifeLock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. Thanks, LifeLock. All right, Joe, it's Friday, my friends. So let's go. It's Friday. Yes, sir, yeah. it is. It's a really good Friday. Yeah. And just a quick update, kind of something happened yesterday. I was off radio. I got a ton of questions because you're the best audience in the business. And by the way, I read a tweet yesterday about the show I found because we do micro-targeting. So I see when my name pops up. It's not me name searching. It's micro-targeting to find out what the traffic on the show is so we can, if you're if you're in this business, you know what I'm talking about. But I saw a really nice guy put out a tweet. He said, you know, I've been listening to Dan Bongino show since Joe, the renegade Republican days. He's whoa. like, what the hell's that? Yeah, what was right? That was like the beginning of the beginning. And he says, I got to tell you, uh, I think I retweeted it or liked it. You can see it yourself. I'm not making it up. And the guy's like, we're like six months ahead of the news cycle if you listen to this. So I don't know if six months, but either way, it's an honor you you put that out there. I appreciate it. I, I read what you guys are saying about the show so we can target our show better towards the audience. Uh, but I was off yesterday. Just one quick funny story. I had a, had a medical thing done again, like medical procedure number 5,000. I put an update on my locals account last night where I do these videos, gave you a little tour of the outside of my studio. And uh, 
It's funny. I had this other thing done. I thought it was going to be a major medical catastrophe. It turns out to be easy when I can breathe better. Then I had this little thing done. I thought it wasn't going to be a big deal. And I was in so much pain last night. I honestly thought I wasn't going to be able to do the show today. I needed some pharmacological assistance to go to sleep. But now I'm here, slept like a baby. I feel great today. So <laughs> one of these days when the statute of limitations runs out, I'll tell you the story about yesterday because it's actually quite hilarious. <laughs> this is a good one. He's like, what the hell? You don't even know. He did this show. All right. So never, ever will a story more perfectly sum up how the deep state works. Folks, the deep state is real. Now, I'm starting to not like the term deep state, not because the left tells us there's not a deep state and it's a conspiracy theory. I don't, you know, I don't take my talking points from those idiots. It's just, um, and maybe you guys would agree that this whole deep state term implies that it's a, like a formal state thing. In other words, government actors. And that's really not, I, I don't know. Maybe you can suggest to me, uh, send us tweets or Facebook messages, what a better term would be. But they're not formal government actors. In other words, FBI agents, right? Some of them are, but that's not what the deep state is. It's kind of like a cabal, a group of people who may be in the government, may have been in the government, may lobby the government. It's media people working on their behalf. I mean, I'm hoping I'm not like pulling this. If this is, you know, it's, does this seem like an illegitimate gripe, like the terminology stuff? It, the deep state's a big thing. Here's what I mean. Let me get to the story and it'll explain it better. The Twitter files dropped last night, yesterday, uh, excuse me, yesterday uh, by Matt Taibbi was incredible. It shows how this deep state cabal I'm talking about targets you. The best summation I saw of it's in this newsletter today, bungino.com slash newsletter. If you'd like to sign up, it's free, of course, is by Joseph Clark in the Washington Times. So the gist of the Twitter files drop yesterday is this. Devin Nunes, a uh, conservative uh, hero on the Spygate case, who was a Republican congressman who uncovered the whole Russia hoax. The Russia hoax, very simply, you know, I wrote books on it. We don't need to go into details because it's simply explained. The Democrats and Hillary Clinton worked together with the media to try to discredit Trump by saying he stole the election with Vladimir Putin from Russia. The, you've, I've already gone into all the details. I don't want to bore you with that today. Devin Nunes uncovered the whole scam how the FBI invented the story, how they violated all their own procedures to spy on Trump, how their Woods procedures were violated for vetting information. I mean, Nunes laid this all out in a document, follow me here, called the Nunes Memo. The Nunes Memo was a multi-page document on exactly what the Democrats, the media, and the deep state did to target Trump. Now, the Nunes Memo was devastating. You can go read it now. It was written years ago. I got Cash Patel, who was part of it on my radio show later to talk about it. The Nunes memo was devastating. It laid out in intricate detail these, pardon me, scumbags and what they did, this cabal, to destroy liberty and freedom and to create this big conspiracy theory. The fact that the Nunes memo was so devastating bothered the left in the media because it was true. So they had to find a way to make sure that the Nunes memo never saw the light of day and never made it out to the mainstream media. Here, Joe Clark covers this in the Washington Times well. It uncovered massive government corruption, the Nunes memo. So this is how the Dems and the media responded. Keep in mind, the Nunes memo was true, was proven true later by multiple investigations. Democrat lawmakers went to Twitter and insisted 
that Russian bots had overtaken Twitter. Get a lot of this one, Joe. And were being used to boost Republican talking points like the Nunes memo, despite warnings by Twitter that that was untrue. Oh. So in other words, you had Adam Schiff, slime bag, sleazeball, the sleaziest member of Congress. Senator Richard Blumenthal claimed he served in Vietnam. I'll get to that liar. Diane Feinstein and Mark Warner was involved in this too. All telling Twitter, hey, you got to blame this Nunes memo on the Russians. The Russians are pushing Republican talking points. Twitter comes back, Joe, and they say, yeah, but here's a problem. Uh, we have zero evidence of that. They told them that. Here, it's in this, right, folks, it's right here. Twitter employees warned several top Democrats that their theory about Russian trolls lacked evidence. Doesn't matter. The lawmakers peddled the assertion in an attempt to swat down the memo. Oh, it gets better, this piece. I rarely use more than two screenshots. This one deserves three. Here it talks about the sleazeball lying pieces of filth up on the hill who absolutely knew the Nunes memo was true and that the Russia hoax was false. Nonetheless, not only invented the Russia hoax, these people, but when it was attacked by the Nunes memo was false, they then attacked the people attacking them for their false narrative. <laughs> Here, Senator Dick Blumenthal claims he served in Vietnam, Connecticut sleazeball Democrat, one of the sleaziest human beings up on Capitol Hill. He wrote an open letter denouncing the Nunes memo. Noting, Joe, he found it reprehensible that Russian agents have so eagerly manipulated innocent Americans. What a piece of human garbage Blumenthal is. Can you imagine being Dick Blumenthal? Dick? You imagine being Dick, Joe? Dick Blumenthal? Uh, this guy really deserves his first name. He really is a Dick Blumenthal. I don't want to be a Dick Blumenthal, so, no. No, 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 me either, me either. Now, here's the crazy thing. Blumenthal knows Nunes has him nailed to the wall. Blumenthal blames it on the Russians. Twitter tells him it's fake. He writes this open letter. Here's where the deep staters come in. So Blumenthal, even though he knows it's fake, he needs some backup here to make sure his fake story that Russian agents are promoting the Nunes memo. He needs backup to get this out there. So he couples it with hit pieces by media outlets who dismiss the Nunes memo. So the media... My, geez, is, am I boring anyone? Okay, good. Thank you. But, uh, wrap me up. So the media knows the Nunes memo is real. Believe me. That, no, no, Dan, they didn't. No, no, no. The media knows the Nunes memo is real and that the Democrats invented the Russia hoax. So instead of doing media-ing, they get with Blumenthal and the Democrats and write a bunch of hit pieces falsely claiming that this thing's a Russian operation. <laughs> now. That's not enough. You see, the media, scumbags in the media who need to lie to you all the time. Again, you're not six months ahead of the media cycle sometimes. Sometimes you're one month, one week. Sometimes you're five years ahead of the media cycle. So what the media does is they go to a bunch of deep staters, a group called the Alliance for Securing Democracy. Now, that's a hilarious name. And they put together this group called Hamilton 68, led by a former FBI counterintelligence official named Clint Watt. Well, Clint Watts and them, of course, give them the backup. That, hey, I don't know. This looks Russian, this stuff. You see how the whole deep state cabal works? This is even crazier. 
the hacks at Twitter, who, by the way, never made a, an irrefutable public statement that this was all fake. Remember, Twitter knows the Nunes memo is not being pushed by Russians. They told them that. Here, here's the last screen, uh, screenshot from the piece. Twitter actually emailed Dick Blumenthal, and believe me, he earns his first name. They not, here's an email from Twitter to Blumenthal. Hey, it might be worth nudging Blumenthal, Blumenthal's staffer that it could be in his boss's best interest not to go out there because it could come back and make him look silly. Twitter wrote, excuse me, in an internal email to themselves. Blumenthal published his letter despite the warnings. They warned him. Your Russians are pushing the Nunes memo thing is silly. It's stupid. Why would the... One, Blumenthal didn't care because he's a piece of garbage who lied about serving. He's a stolen valor guy who lied about serving in Vietnam. He's a liar. He's a sleazeball. He's always been a complete human life zero. Does this even make sense to you if you're in the media? Think about it. You claim to be a journalist. This is hilarious, right? Some goon in the Senate who lied about serving in Vietnam tells you, hey, this Nunes memo that you guys know is real, it's fake. The Russians did it. The media people's first question should have been what, Joe? So the Russians are pushing a memo blaming the Russians for interfering in a U.S. election? <laughs> but you're in, when you're Natasha Bertrand, Politico, the New York Times, Adam Goldman, Ken Delanian, and these other dipwads in the media... That makes perfect sense, if you know what I mean. Folks, forget it. The media, I, I don't, I don't even, I'll get lost in it. Throw everything these people say in the garbage. I'm going to leave it there. Everything. Trust nothing they're telling you. I got an, uh, I'll just, one more thing, if I may. My monologue on my Fox show tomorrow night, yeah, I don't like plugs and all that, but it's important. Check it out tomorrow, unfiltered, 9 o'clock uh, on Fox, Saturday. My monologue is about exactly this, how the Democrats use the media to cover up everything they're doing by blaming it on the Republicans, the Biden documents, you know, the Trump thing with the documents. Watch, you'll see what I mean tomorrow on the monologue. Now, why didn't Blumenthal care that he was warned by Twitter that all this stuff was probably fake? Because Blumenthal is a life loser and a liar and a stolen valor imbecile who falsely claimed he was in Vietnam with the military. Here, watch it yourself. Remember this? We have learned something very important since the days that I served in Vietnam. And you exemplify it. Whatever we think about the war. I mean, is it... Now, this is a sensitive topic to most of the people here. All of us here, actually. Because yeah. most of us have an attachment to people who've served in the military, some who've died in the military. It's kind of it's kind of like the most disgusting thing you can do, but that's who Dick Blumenthal is. Dick Blumenthal was told that you are lying. This is not some Russian thing. It's a matter of fact, the biggest scoop of a lifetime that the Democrats colluded with the DOJ and deep state goons to invent a stolen election conspiracy theory. And the media not only didn't run with it, they ran defense for the conspiracy theory to hold. Bunch of scumbags, pardon the language today. Here, you want to see again another set of sleazeballs? Here's these degenerates at MSNBC, losers. I ran into this guy on a plane once, Joe Scarborough. He couldn't have been a more pathetic goon. Really. What? I mean, even the look of this is zero. Here's Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski 
who embarrassingly enough comes from a supposed national security oriented family, which is kind of humiliating for her and her entire family's last name at this point. Watch them. They have the biggest scoop of a lifetime right here. The FBI colluding with former FBI and former government intel officials and with the media and the Dems to interfere in an election and blame the Russians for it. Now the House, the new Republican House, is going to do a committee to look into the weaponization of government to do this. Again, the story of a lifetime, uncovering how the government screwed up, screwed its own people and screwed with elections. And here's the media goons, Scarborough, Brzezinski, I think it's Willie Geist too, automatically running defense for who? For the deep state. Here, check this out. This is the Republican Party, once again, not reading the room. And by the room, I mean the United States of America. Not reading the American voters who rejected them in 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, and 2022. And now they're going to try to politicize intelligence. They're going to try to get top secret classified documents. And, 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 and we trust these people. They're going to, to war against the FBI. They're attacking uh, the Pentagon. They're attacking our top-ranked military officers. It's say, it's say, when are they going to ever learn? They're really, the, I did the, stup- the political stupidity here. The political malpractice continues. And I know there are a lot of former Republicans like me that say, this is really bad. America needs a competent conservative party. And instead, we just have these idiots running around trying to attack the military, trying to attack our intel services, trying to destroy the FBI. There's a long history, as you pointed out this week, of this not turning out well for Democrats or Republicans going after the military, going after the FBI, going after the intelligence agencies, which are popular with the American people, and now doing this in the defense of Donald Trump, who's lost them a whole bunch of elections. Dude, absolutely. Perfect timing. I mean, total Soviets. Dude, that's so funny. Here, here's my notes. Uh, It's upside down. Watch MSNBC do the Soviet media thing. That's actually my (laughs) note. I did not coordinate that with Joe. I didn't say, Joe, put in the Soviet. He just has free reign over there, which he does on his own. I was thinking the same thing. I mean, this is some serious Pravda here. So what's uncovered is a massive FBI, DOJ, intel community, media, former intel community, academia, because they were roped in, think tank, Brookings, scandal, to steal an election, which almost worked and did work in 2020. And the best this loser can do, Scarborough and Willie Geist, is say Trump did it. And they're attacking the FBI. The only person who was attacked here was Trump by the FBI. You have the biggest story of a lifetime. And these two eunuchs castrated by their boss, repeating talking points fed to them by anti-Trump lunatics at MSNBC, don't have the nuts to go out there and tell America the truth. As I said in yesterday's podcast, which, by the way, did great numbers yesterday. A little slow week. Yesterday came back nice. We appreciate that. Stay dopey, Libs. Stay dopey. Keep listening to these idiots. And your own FBI will eventually come after you. You are six months ahead of the news cycle. 
sometimes three, sometimes two, sometimes one, sometimes a couple of years. We've been warning you about the FBI for a long time. You are not safe. I don't mean physical. That may, sadly, I'm worried about that in the future. But right now, your justice system has completely collapsed. Your partisan affiliation stands a chance of determining your legal outcome, not the facts. Troubling stuff. All right, I got a lot more to get to. We're in really uncharted territory right now, uh, for, uh, folks. Folks, I can never say the word. Why do I even bother? Folks. Ferks. We are in un Ferks. I'm just going to stick with Ferks. Ferks, we're in an uncharted, really. We're out in the open sea right now. Think about what's happening. This is the first time in modern presidential history that the top two candidates for the 2024 presidential race, the cycle's already begun, Trump already announced, are both under special counsel investigation. Think about that for a second while I uh, get to our next read. Our good friends at liquidiv.com. You know, it's Florida. So down here in Florida, even in January, it's quite warm. A little chilly yesterday. Today, it's, uh, it's going to be hot out there. I can't live without this stuff. Liquid IV. It's available at liquidiv.com using promo code Bongino. Me, my wife, Gee, everybody here uses this stuff. I'm so glad when they send it to us. Uh, the new year's here. There's no better way to kick off 2023 than by making sure you're feeling like your best self. Liquid IV is the category winning hydration brand and their hydration multipliers. One product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins. Listen, I'm going to get the script here for a second. I read a story. You can look it up yourself. It was on one of those news aggregators about two weeks ago. You have no idea the role hydration plays in your life. If you are dehydrated, the list of horribles is long. You can use this after a long flight, hangover, a long night out, before a workout, during a workout, in the morning when you get up. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water. Just pour it right in. Contains five essential vitamins. Vitamin C, B vitamins, and three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's made with premium ingredients. It tastes great. Grab it in bulk liquid IV at Costco, or you can get 20% off. That's a lot. When you go to liquidiv.com and use Bongino at checkout. Just tear off the top, pour it in, shake it up, drink it down. It's good. That's 20% off anything you order. When you shop for better hydration, your body needs that water. Go today. Go to liquidiv.com and use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's liquidiv.com, promo code Bongino. Make a big difference in your life. You're hydrated. Probably don't even know you're dehydrated. Okay. So we are. We're in, uh, Ferks, we're in uncharted territory right now. We're the two leading presidential candidates in 2024, Trump and Biden, who we know now is going to run again. It's been leaked now multiple times that he's thinking about it, if not already made his decision are under special counsel investigations. I want to hat tip uh, Kim Strassel because there are a number of real questions here. I mean, significant questions about, because I saw a couple people, even some on supposedly on our side saying, oh, well, you know, at least the right thing was done. Merrick Garland appointed a special counsel to investigate Biden's classified documents dump. I can't believe, by the way, I wasn't on the radio yesterday when this happened. We now found a second and a third tranche of documents. We now found out they were at the residence, which was as predicted yesterday, Joe, during the podcast, right? What did I tell you? I said the reason they said a second location and leaked it to Ken Delanian was because they were likely trying to hide the fact that it was at the residence until they could hide it no more. Another prediction comes true. Ding, ding, ding. We're like 98 for 100. You think Delanian didn't know that? 
They wanted to kind of ease people into the story. Second location. Why? Why not say the residence right away? Because their talking point against Trump is, well, at least it was found in a think tank for Biden and not a residence. <laughs> that didn't work out. That didn't work out for you, did it? Now, here are some big open questions here. Because this special counsel thing may not be the kind of panacea we were all looking for. Number one, now that these two presidential candidates during an election cycle were already in, keep in mind, Trump already declared. Biden's already winked and nodded and declared. Does one special counsel leak to the press like Fusion Ken Delanian while the other special counsel stays mum? Kind of a serious question, right? Because the special counsel works under Merrick Garland in the DOJ. They have this crazy thing, fellas, called subpoena power. So how's it going to look if the Biden investigation keeps tight-lipped, which they all should, by the way, per their job. But the Trump investigation just chronically leaks, leaks stuff that Trump can't defend because they don't, the documents have been taken. I'll give you just a quick example. Let's say, think about this, folks. I guarantee um, we're, we want to talk about being ahead of the cycle. Give it like a month from now, two months from now, when Trump starts doing official presidential events. I think his first one's coming up in South Carolina. All of a sudden, you see some polls creep out. Uh, Trump, uh, 45, Biden, 43. Joe, shocker. Next day, a report comes out. Anonymous sources say, inside the documents at Mar-a-Lago, were classified documents about Jill Biden's underwear collection or something. Yeah, they got him. Yes. Thank you. But even that one did require sound. A hundred percent. We need like a soundtrack to this whole thing. Jill Biden's underwear. That's gross. Of course, it's made up stupid nonsense. It doesn't matter. An anonymous source said it, and the Trump team has almost no way of refuting it. Then the Biden investigation, let's just say, I'm not saying this is here, but Let's say the investigation with the special counsel led by Robert Hur now, who, by the way, was the uh, United States attorney for Maryland. Who was the United States attorney for Maryland to? Oh, Rod Rosenstein. Leave that for another day. Let's say the Robert Hur uh, investigation, special counsel for Biden, uncovers legitimate, legitimate state secrets like our nuclear battle plan for Iran or something. I'm not saying that's what's in there. I'm just giving you an example. See, that would be the kind of thing if it leaked, which it shouldn't, but if it leaked, would be really damaging to Biden, right? You see how this works? How the special counsel might not be the uh, Robitussin medication we were all thinking about? Give me some Tussin. Some of you have seen that comedy. That's hilarious. Here's another question. So the first about leaks. Does one investigation close out before the other? Again, let's do a hypothetical. Trump gets some momentum. We're six months down the road. He's doing an event in Georgia, whatever. Trump 47 in the polls, Biden 42. Presidential race is on, folks, whether you want it to be or not. All of a sudden, we find out Biden case closed. No evidence of criminal behavior. What about the Trump case? I don't know. It's still open. Yeah, but it's been a while. Okay. See how this works? Listen, I'm not giving you slanted coverage. I'm giving you both sides. Merrick Garland knows exactly what he's doing with the special counsel. Now, Corrine Jean-Pierre can blame everything on the process. Oh, I'll play that video for you to say, oh, I can't talk special counsel process. Robert Hurst still works for Merrick Garland. 
They can say, oh, we got to keep a lid on that ongoing investigation. Don't get suckered in right away to the narrative. Oh, special counsel is going to be the greatest thing. Eh, I'm not so sure. Here's one more thing. Imagine one's indicted and one isn't. Let's go back to the same analogy. Trump gets ahead of steam. Trump 45, Biden 41. Bad inflation numbers peak again. Yesterday was 6.5, still horrible. Biden took a victory lap over 6.5% inflation, which was so hilarious. Biden giving a victory speech. 6.5% inflation. The worst number we've seen in 40 years, Joe, except for the last few months of Joe Biden. <laughs> Imagine Trump gets indicted and then Biden doesn't. Right as Trump's getting ahead of steam. By the way, the backlash from that, I think, would ironically elect Trump. But the Democrats are so stupid and hate Trump so much that if you're viewing, as I've always told you to, the story through the lens of how does this impact Donald Trump, the left-wing media and the Democrats hate him so much, I wouldn't even be surprised if they do that, invite Trump and dismiss the charges or don't even file charges against Biden for the same crime, thinking they're going to help themselves and they actually screw themselves. Creates some serious problems for Biden. There's some other angles to this story I want to show you coming up. Uh, let me get to my next sponsor. I want to show you a video, too, about Biden's skiff. Remember I told you about a skiff? It's funny. I see this word getting thrown around. A lot of people don't know what it is. It's a sensitive compartmentalized information facility. It's a facility that typically has some form of sound protection, sometimes white noise generators. There are specific locks on the doors, government locks. You cannot view documents that are as SCI. Sensitive compartmentalized information outside of a sensitive compartmentalized information facility, SCIF, a SCIF. It's alleged Biden had SCI documents. So was he keeping them in a SCIF? We'll show you video footage of the SCIF coming up. Folks, it's time to prepare. You need emergency food. Why? Because the best day of your life will be if you throw it out one day. But you may need it. And there's a good chance you will at some point, unfortunately, given the status of everything going on. Prepare today. Don't wait till the emergency happens. Go to preparewithdan.com. Some people run from danger. Some people face it. In today's world, make sure you face it. Pick up emergency food from preparewithdan.com. Our friends at My Patriot Supply put it out there. The food stays fresh for up to 25 years in storage. It's ready when you need it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest preparedness company. And right now, they're knocking $200 off their three-month emergency food kit just in time if it hits the fan. You know what I'm talking about. I love this company. Can't recommend them enough. I've been buying their food for a long time. I have stacks of it in the garage. He's seen it down there. It's not a joke. Their food is great. So is their customer service. $200 is a steep discount. So I urge you to go to preparewithdan.com right now. Check this off your list. Don't wait. You'll lose out. Listen, the day's coming. If you don't have food on hand, you'll regret it. You won't be looking at your kids in the eye. Daddy, where's the food? I don't know. I didn't really think about it. Do yourself a favor, go to preparewithdan.com and save $200 on a three-month emergency food kit. Get one kit at this price for every person in your family. They're in stock. They ship fast and free. You ensure everything in your life that matters, your house, your car, your teeth. Ensure your food supply. Save $200 today per food kit when you go to preparewithdan.com. That's preparewithdan.com. Thanks, my Patriot Supply. So Biden's got a problem. I got a short list here of a couple of problems he has going forward in this classified documents brewing scandal. But the first one is the one I just talked about. Sensitive compartmentalized information cannot be viewed outside of a skiff, a facility for it. Forget about taking it out. That's not even, that's a, that's a crime in many cases. That's a crime. 
How the hell did alleged SCI documents get outside of the skiff? Question number one, the problems for Biden. Because Biden has no declassification authority whatsoever outside of documents he classified himself. None. Biden cannot declassify documents other people classified. He cannot do that. Trump can. Trump has a legal off-ramp. Biden does not. All this whataboutism stuff, believe me when I tell you, if we're living in an honest country, which we're not, talking about the DOJ, not you, Biden would be in a world of trouble. People have been arrested and prosecuted for this. Trump has a legal off-ramp. Oh, I declassified it. Biden does not. The question now is who took the documents out of the skiff? Folks, these documents is a paper trail. Many of them have to be signed out. Who took them out? How did they get out? And were they held in a skiff? Well, here's some video of uh, Biden's skiff that was taken during uh, some video of Joe Biden wheeling his Corvette back into his skiff. Here, check this out. You think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. <laughs> so I'm excited about it. That's not a skiff, Dan. That's Joe Biden's garage. Exactly. Kind of a problem, no? That's where he already admitted to Peter Ducey yesterday the documents were held. But he says, don't worry, Joe, they were locked. Oh, it's locked. My house is locked, too. Oh, cool. Can I go steal documents from my time in the Secret Service? Listen, there were some trips I did to Indonesia and Afghanistan where I was the lead advance, where I'm sure there's some stuff that may be classified. And oh, no, I'm not there anymore. I'd like to go get that. No, I'm serious. It'd be great to be able to tell you the real story about what happened over there. The real, real story, if you know what I mean. Can I go get it and say, oh, I got it in my house, but don't worry, my door's locked? Talk about two systems of justice. Here's another problem surfacing for the Biden team. You know, at some point, the components of the crime become irrelevant. And the story you tell to the jury becomes relevant. In other words, whether intent or recklessness is a component of the crime, in some cases, doesn't matter as much as you telling the jury if this were to be prosecuted, which I doubt, but if it were, a story of the motive for this guy doing it. So Biden apparently was writing a book. Oh, he was. Interesting. So Biden may have needed classified information to sell his book to remember the details of what happened. Oh, that sounds like a legitimate government interest. Just kidding. Sounds like he's being a grifter, which any jury that's not politically biased will probably look at and frown upon and say, so let me get this straight. You signed out documents from a skiff to make money off a book to sell our secrets? Oh, I don't like that. That, that sounds me no likey. That sounds really, really bad. That sounds bad. Here's another point brought up by Jonathan Turley, a Fox contributor and a pretty talented attorney. Jonathan Turley, sorry. Jonathan Turley said yesterday, well, folks, this whole idea that nobody knew the documents were there seems kind of silly because the documents had to have been moved twice. And they just missed the classified markings on them? What do you mean they were moved twice? Well, I just told you they had to be moved from the skiff. How'd they get out of the skiff? Well, that's one, Stan. Folks, the Penn Biden Center, only at the, the office in, uh, near that D.C. area, only opened up a couple of years ago. Biden left the vice presidency in 2017. The documents had to be moved out of the skiff to a location, not the Penn Biden Center at that, that location, because it didn't exist at that location. And then moved again. Oh, you just missed it? 
while you were writing a book? Folks, this guy's got a lot of problems brewing right now. A lot. Now, of course, you know I like to go to Playbook because I love to see how Playbook is going to spin all this. political Playbook, the left-wing Bible, always in full bore for the left. So, of course, here's their spin this morning. They're doing, again, the whataboutism thing, which, again, I'm all about whataboutism as long as it's about principles. Uh, this I'm not about whataboutism, but it's about politics. So they're saying, well, 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 you know, the Republicans are going to say, okay, you want to go after Trump? Well, what about Biden? Yeah, what about Biden? What about Biden is right. If your principle is classified documents and the removal of them being controversial, which they were in Trump's case, potentially illegal in Biden's case, controversial in Trump's case, because remember, he has the classification authority. And that's worthy of an FBI raid. Then I want an FBI raid of Biden's locations too, period. So here's their attempt to spin this. This is just classic. The FBI searched Trump, Trump's residence after months of demanding the return and meeting resistance, obfuscation, and evidence the Trump team may have been obstructing their efforts. Okay, number one, leave that on screen. There's no evidence of that at all. The only evidence is a bunch of email communications from Trump's legal team to representatives at the DOJ coordinating visits for them to come look at where the documents were. There is zero evidence of obstruction. They're just, this, whoever said this in political is just making this up, making it up. The volume of documents recovered from Trump's residence, as well as the extraordinary sensitivity of the records, which includes Sigint and, uh, and Human, have laid bare the acute urgency behind the DOJ's actions. In other words, raiding the, in other words, raiding the Trump residence. The volume? Uh, fellas, the Bongino rule strikes again. You already used the volume of documents argument and said there were only 10 when you were humiliated when tranche 2 and tranche 3 were recovered and there were more than 10. In other words, you have no idea how many more documents are actually out there. So it's kind of weird how you're making a comparison between apples and nothing, not oranges. You don't know what they are. Oranges, bananas, pineapples, cranberries, cherries. You have no idea. The Trump search is complete. The Biden thing, that case is open. The sensitivity of the records is at play, too. Ladies and gentlemen, the allegations against Biden are, are far more serious. Biden has no declassification authority and held SCI information, which I just covered, cannot even be viewed outside of a skiff. You're using that as a talking point for you? How stupid are the people who give quotes to Politico? The answer is really stupid. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre, who, by the way, anyone changing their vote? Anybody? Yeah, sucks. Not even. <laughs> geese like it's... <laughs> He's like, no, no, she's, it can't be worse. She's the worst. He wants to be <laughs> worst on the worstest scale. Corrine Jean-Pierre is uniquely bad at her job. She is incredibly untalented. So she gets thrown to the wolves yesterday. Of course, again, a woman of this little talent has no, that really is no business, excuse me, whatsoever. Being up there trying to defend the indefensible. But I want you to notice how she mentions the process and how they were being transparent despite the fact that they held this story till after the election. This is why I told you, don't, don't think the special counsel thing is going to be an end-all, be-all. Now she's going to blame everything. Oh, no, no, the special counsel is working through a process. I don't have to answer anything. Here, check this out. Do you acknowledge that the fact that the White House did not reveal this to the public, despite the fact that you've known about it for months, undercuts the president's promise of being transparent with the American people? But, we, but here's the thing. 
They were transparent. There was there there was transparency in doing what you're supposed to do when these when these items were discovered. Not with the American people. Look, we I am here standing in front of you answering these questions. Right, the president took two questions this week on this. You've heard. Wait, let me just answer. You've heard from the White House counsel who put out multiple statements on this. And so again, this is an ongoing process. Uh, we want to respect the process, uh, and we have laid out very clearly what occurred. Uh, and uh, again, don't want to get ahead of this. The Department of Justice, you you all can uh, will will get your your questions answered uh, from them during uh, during this uh, during this time. And so I would just refer you to the Department of Justice. And now, as you all know, there's a special counsel dealing. You know, again, forgive me for being the contrarian and constantly being skeptical of the. You know, it looks like we got him this time. Biden, that is. Special counsel is great. Really? I, I mean, I, I, I have zero faith in these people whatsoever. Zero. Absolutely zero faith. My only hope is that we get a Republican president who can approve an attorney general, wants to get back to the rule of law, who in 2024 goes and prosecutes these people. I'm expecting zero from the special counsel on Biden. And now they have cover. Oh, oh, we're just respecting the process. They won't answer another question on this thing. Total scam. The View had a segment on this. I'm going to get to it in a second. The View segment on it, I mean, obviously they're morons. Sonny Hostin, Joy Behar, Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, it's a collection of idiots. The fact that they even talk about politics, despite the fact that they know nothing about it, is kind of hilarious. It's like me giving you kind of an instructional episode on lacrosse. I don't know anything about it. I couldn't name one single player. They are morons. This segment, though, is very telling because it says a lot, not just about the stay dopey left, but where they get their talking points from. Let me get to my uh, my last sponsor here first. Uh, folks, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter. The best way and the smartest way to hire. Are you hiring? Well, what type of role are you hiring for? Maybe you need to hire someone who wears many hats. That can be challenging. They might have a simple position to fill, but it's taking forever to find someone who's a great fit for your company. Whether you need to hire a civil engineer in New York, a pediatric nurse in Nebraska, an attorney in Colorado, even a mascot in Missouri. That's right. ZipRecruiter can help you find qualified candidates and find them fast. Try it for free right now. That's right, for free. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. From accountant to zoologist and everything in between. ZipRecruiter's matching technology finds people with the right experience for your job and they present them to you. Then you can invite your top choices to apply. It's so effective. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it now for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. Give them a shot, ZipRecruiter. It's the smartest way to hire. Thanks, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. We appreciate it. So here's what happened on The View yesterday. You know, I, I try to avoid these ladies, but they make it, they say stuff that's so dumb. They make them, hard. really, wouldn't you agree, guys? It makes them really kind of hard to ignore because it's almost laughable yeah. and it is uh, Friday. We'll get to some of your questions, by the way, coming up in a minute. Uh, here's The View, Joy Behar, inventing, a, I mean, a, a, an absurd conspiracy theory that the Republicans snuck into Biden's garage with his Corvette and planted the documents, uh, which is obviously misinformation. So I'm sure she'll be censored on Facebook. And we're just kidding. She's Joy Bayar. She's a leftist. And then Whoopi, who now 
wants to slow down and let the process play out, despite giving Trump no such courtesy at all. Take a listen. I've never Trump. seen a, a luckier person than Donald Trump. Just as we're this close well, to getting him, but you somehow know these but it, documents you know appear. But here's the thing. Biden is wrong to have done this. He, he was in office wrong. for well, 40 years. Find, no let's fact. find out what this is first. Now, again, mm. one of the things That's that gets true. me crazy is... Before we know, it's already been spun a specific yeah. way. Now, that's obviously misinformation. She's making that up. There is zero, and I mean zero evidence whatsoever, that the Republicans snuck into Biden's garage and planted classified documents or into his UPenn think tank. It's absurd and, frankly, obscene. But where do they get their talking points from? Well, ladies and gentlemen, he's filtered around the dopey Dem ecosystem. This is how Democrats stay dopey, which I covered on yesterday's show. They're always dopey. They know nothing about nothing. They don't. They are really, not all of them, but the liberal portion of the Democrat Party are either malignant, malicious, or just plain stupid. Here, here's one of their intellectual scions, a guy by the name of Hank Johnson, a Democrat congressman who is one of the dumbest human beings in the Congress. No, no, on planet Earth. This is a legitimately dumb person. Here, she, here he is yesterday with a Fox News reporter suggesting and implying exactly this. This was some kind of big setup. Well, maybe a setup, but certainly not by Republicans. Here, check this out. Alleged classified documents showing up allegedly in the possession of, uh, of uh, Joseph Biden. Uh, you know, I mean, there's so much that needs to be um, investigated and... Um, and that's that's what I call for is for everything to be investigated. But I'm suspicious of the timing of it. I'm I'm also aware of the fact that things can be planted on people, P places and things can be planted. Um, or things things can be planted in places uh, and then discovered conveniently. That may be what has occurred here. I'm not ruling that out, but I don't. I'm I'm open in terms of the investigation. See with the Joy Behars of the world, you see how they stay dopey? There you go. Here's Hank Johnson, by the way. This is from years ago. This is not a joke, this clip. If you've never seen this, this is a classic. He's had a hearing with a military officer. They're talking about Guam. And his concern about putting all of our troops and people on Guam, or a lot of people over there, will actually weigh down the island and tip it over. This actually happened. But more importantly, I want you to listen at the end, right at the end. The military official he's talking to is so perplexed by the stupid, he almost doesn't know what to say. Here, listen to this. I don't know how many square miles that that is. Do you happen to know? I don't have that uh, figure with me, sir. I can certainly supply it to you if you'd like. Yeah, my, my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and... Uh, and capsize. Uh, we don't anticipate that. <laughs> we don't anticipate that. <laughs> I don't think so. so we, don't, we don't anticipate <laughs> that. that. That clip, oh. by the way, good job. Oh, Never yeah. ever gets old of Hank John. That's serious. He was not kidding. That is a, Remember what I always told you? Isn't it amazing how the dumbest people on planet Earth 535 of them, well, some good Republicans. But was that say 400 plus of them magically got elected to Congress and the Senate? By the way, here's, this is really funny. Here's Hank Johnson from 2018, one of his press releases. 
worried about Republican conspiracy theories. He put the House Republicans flow conspiracy theories as he makes up a conspiracy theory about someone planting the documents in his garage. Now, Hank Johnson, make no mistake, was suggesting Republicans did that. That's what there's no doubt in my mind, my humble opinion. That's exactly what he was saying because he's dumb. But I'm going to give you two plausible theories before I get to your questions here about how this happened, because I'm getting a ton. I leave my Facebook page purposely open for messages. You can go there. Not comments. Those are different. That's public. I leave the messages open on my Facebook page. You can go there and message me. A lot of listeners have figured out how to do it. I try to read them. I don't get to all of them. I try to get to some of them because we get a lot of them. But I do read a lot of them. And people are really perplexed. They're like, Dan, this doesn't make any sense. The gist of it being this, the questions. Why didn't Biden's people just find the documents and go and burn them? Right? No one would have ever known. Shh. So I've got two theories. I disclosed one of them yesterday. I'll repeat today. Number one, someone may have, in fact, set him up. Hank Johnson's crazy, make no mistake. But he may have kind of inadvertently, because he meant Republicans. I believe that. Someone may have set him up. They do not want Biden to run again. I said this. I've said this over and over. I'm sorry. To, it's not a self-praise moment. But for now, the you know, multi-year Biden presidency, I've told you that if Biden decides he's going to run again, the Democrats, are, the Democrats are going to do everything they can to stop him because he is so grotesquely incompetent. I would not be surprised. I don't think these documents were planted there. Make no mistake. I believe Biden took them or some authorized representative of Biden took them. That, I, that I'm reasonably sure. But the reason someone didn't pick them up and say, put a match to them, I believe it's because someone may have gotten a word they were there and decided that if they found them, they could go to the White House and say, hey, you guys put me in a bad spot. You get, does this make sense, guys? I found these classified documents. I got to do something about it. What's the White House going to do? Oh, no, no, no. Don't say anything. We'll pay you up. It's all done on emails. Hmm. Once you send that email, in other words, it's over. If I send an email to Joe and Joe and I robbed the bank, hey, Joe, I need you to shut up with the police. That's evident. Is that never going to go away? No. You get, does that make sense, guys? That someone who may have found these things and the thing may have wanted Biden to go away and may have found them or heard they were there and then sent an email to the White House. Hey, we've got a problem, which locks everybody in. I hope that isn't too that, that makes sense. Complicated. Yeah. 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 That's what I think. I think that's the most likely explanation why they didn't burn them. But there's a second explanation, too. They may, I find this unlikely, but they may have been legitimately moving the office. Why an attorney's there is still unexplainable. You don't pay your attorney to move stuff. Someone found these documents, understanding there's a Hunter Biden connection to this whole thing, and may have said, hey, I ain't going to get subpoenaed in this Hunter Biden laptop from hell scandal. I'm going to the Biden team right now and say, hey, we got to do something about this. Why do I bring that up? Because look at this tweet by Phil Wegman. Apparently, Hunter Biden had access to the garage that Biden, where the Corvette was stored and the classified documents. Biden told Jay Leno in 2016, Hunter decided as a Christmas gift to have the Corvette engine rebuilt for me. In other words, there may be a Hunter Biden connection to this thing that the person who found the documents did not want to get roped into and was like, I'm, that's it. I'm going to the White House. They got to do something about this. I'm going to the White House. Here, Miranda Devine. In 2018, Hunter Biden claimed he owned the house where Joe Biden kept classified documents alongside his Corvette. Here, they've got the document right there. Look at Miranda's, tw uh, Miranda's Twitter feed. He claimed he owned the house, Hunter. There's big problems. 
big problems. But that's why I think one of those two explanations explains why they didn't burn the documents. I think the first one's more likely. Someone who does not want Joe Biden to run put it down in an email or a communication to the White House. Hey, we found some stuff. Something's got to be done. Knowing it would probably hurt his chances of running again. Speculating, fair enough. Entitled to an opinion too, but it, it's weird why they make these things go away. All right, it's time for questions for Dan. Hey, Dan, at Chuckster3076, is it me or you think the Dems in charge are ready to put Joe Biden in a wheelchair and leave him out in the cold? Well, we put this question first for a reason because I just explained that. Uh, what I'm hearing from some friends of mine who know Democrats but don't necessarily uh, you know, vote with them but know how they think and hear them talk, yeah, they want Biden gone. They do not want Biden to run again at all. He was useful for what he was useful for, and that was it. So I think that answers that. Hey, Dan, at B Burgess 440. You think the Republican House should try to impeach Biden over the classified documents? Seems like the Democrats pulled this stunt on Trump for much less. You know, I'm torn on this. My impulsive instinct is to say, yes, of course. And I may have said that in the past, too. But here's the issue. You only have limited House floor time. Again, I'm giving you both sides, folks. Some of you may not like the answer. You have to decide for yourself what the trade-off is. There's limited floor time. You tie up all that floor time on an impeachment with no votes in the Senate and the Democrat side to get it done. There's, it's, there's no mathematical possibility whatsoever. Even a single Democrat's going to vote for removal if impeachment comes out of the House. You know, you could waste three, four months where we could be doing things about the border, the IRS. So I'm kind of torn on it. I'm gonna leave, I don't like leaving you with open answers because it seems like I'm hedging and I'm not. I want to see what happens with it first. More information is going to come out. I can tell, by the way, it was leaked to Ken Delaney and Fusion Ken. I think this case is worse than anybody thinks. Let's see what else comes. It gets worse. I think they're going to have to move, and I think it would be the right thing. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, hey, Dan, you have a lot of life hacks with supplements. What do you suggest for someone who's on a budget with some nagging aches and pains? At Jeremy N. Well, first, obviously, I'm not your doctor. I got to put that out there. Talk to your doctors to get to get a health evaluation because I don't want to pretend I'm giving medical advice. I'm not. I can only tell you what I do. I have horrendous aches and pains. I have really bad arthritis. Surgery on my elbow, February 3rd. So I'll look a little funny. I don't know if I'm going to have a brace on or what. Uh, but collagen, Brickhouse Nutrition has an unbelievable collagen peptides compound. Take that with vitamin C. Vitamin C is commoditized. You get it anywhere. Just go to Walmart or whatever. You can pick it up. Take that with vitamin C. Uh, that's what I do. And it's helped my joints tremendously. Help your skin too. I mean, I'm almost 50 and I don't do anything with the sun protection. I should. Doesn't look too bad, I guess. So it's really good stuff. Hey, Dan, Brazil used the Canadian tactic of freezing the bank accounts of protesters. Is this something that can be done here in the U.S. next? Yes, at Crash Crosby. Absolutely. That's why I started ParallelEconomy.com to get you away from these people. The government, now the government can intervene and do whatever they want, but you do have constitutional rights in this country. At least you used to. Yeah, I see that tactic being likely next. This was an interesting one, at Lane's Woe, because I've already weighed in on this, but I put it in there because I get it. Sometimes people don't get to listen to every show. So Dan, the vote for RNC chairs on January 28th, Ronda McDaniels running against Harmeet Dillon. Do you plan to weigh in on this extremely important race? And would you consider having these two in your program for a debate? Yeah, but Rana will never come on because I've already endorsed our meet. I'm, I'm, again, I'm not knocking. You probably missed that show. Uh, nobody sees every show. Well, well some do. We've got some hardcore P1s, but I've already waited. I am uh, 100% behind Harmeet, and that's why Rana would never come on. I, she's welcome. 
I'll give her a fair floor time. So if you want to put that out to her, Ron is more than welcome. They don't want to come on together. They come on separate. But yes, 100% welcome. At D4TX, hey, Dan, who are the Democrats that are being groomed to run against Trump in 2024? Uh, folks, I think Buttigieg is clearly uh, a Democrat favorite. I think Kamala Harris, too, don't laugh, despite the hilarity of that. Uh, so we'll see what happens. They're both obviously severely compromised candidates. Buttigieg can't even get his head uh, straight with this, these transportation things. I, Guy, one more thing. I don't want to miss this story, folks. I know it's a Friday. But uh, just this tweet by Mike Lee, I want you to check this out. Folks, this story about Lieutenant Ridge Alconis in uh, Japan is really disturbing. He's one of our military officials being held in Japan, who's supposed to be a friendly. This is a really disgusting story. He was involved in a car accident in May of 2021. He's Mormon. He had his wife and kids in the car. It was in broad daylight in Japan, leaving Mount Fuji. The car accident sadly resulted in two deaths of Japanese nationals. Folks, there were no allegations whatsoever of impropriety at all. Matter of fact, it was the, uh, one of the reports is that he had mountain sickness coming down from the dense air. Guy's being held in a prison in Japan right now. Japan, not China. Go to at base Mike Lee, one of Mike Lee's accounts. He's been all over this case. Japanese, it's time for you to do the right thing here. All right. It's a story. I want, I'm going to talk about this more in the radio show, too. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. Please check out my Fox show. Tomorrow night, uh, unfiltered at 9 p.m. I know football's on, so set your DVR if you're a big football fan. Please watch it. The opening monologue is critical. Uh, working on, I, I, I'm working on a special guest, so we'll see if it happens. That's what I want to say just now. But the opening monologue is critical about how the Democrats accuse us of exactly what they're doing, and the media plays in every single time. Please don't miss it. Tomorrow night, Saturday, unfiltered, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Set your DVR if you can't make it live. I'll see you on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.